Welcome to the Soul Patch Podcast, the podcast where three American expats explore different topics related to living and working in South Korea. With a combined 50 years of living experience in Asia, there are plenty of stories to tell. So, pop in your AirPods and make yourself comfortable. It's time for the Soul Patch Podcast. You guys, like, I, you know, some, I'm on these, like, Facebook groups, and so right after Chusak, I saw a whole bunch of people posting about uh, having dinner with their in-laws and mm. like the slur, the making food sounds, right? And complaining about about food sounds, which uh, for food me, I'm, I'm food sounds, food sounds, right? Like chewing or like slurping noodles or something like that, and kind of yeah, you know yeah. the yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and uh, the soju noise. You gotta yeah, do that one. I mean. I, I have yeah. pretty thick skin yeah, when it comes cool. to this stuff, so it doesn't really it doesn't bother me and whatever. But um, a, a lot of a lot of Americans, I think, are are kind of sensitive to that, uh, and we're kind of trained as like as kids, you know, like don't chew with your mouth open, stop, you know, be quiet, don't make noise, food noises or whatever. You get scolded or whatever. Um, What's funny about yeah. this this specific one is this is one uh, that I actually do. It's on my list of things to, to, that I ask my students. And uh, it's funny watching a conversation because there's a couple of things on this list that I ask students. And this is one of them where every time when I, when I ask students, like, is it polite, normal, polite, or normal, impolite, polite to make these, these noises when you're eating? They all, students always say, don't do it. This is rude. You know, we shouldn't, we shouldn't make noises. Um, and yet this is something that is semi-common in Korea as well. I think there's a couple of things that the younger generations are already, like they know that it's impolite or they know that it's something that they shouldn't do. And and I don't really see young kids doing it so much. Like I could never imagine like a young couple, like a a young woman or a young man slurping noodles on a date. Ramen on a date, no, no. Okay. Yeah, ramen is a little bit separate category. Ramen, yeah, ramen's a whole separate thing. Like, I mean, you see TV advertisements for for ramen, and it always shows the person like like slurping their noodles. I think that pisses me off. I I freaking hate that. I I know. (laughs) I I don't know why, but I always complain about it when I'm in when it's on TV. When it's just like a especially like. when they're when they're doing like home shopping and they're selling kimchi and they like squeeze it and it kind of like you know oozes out and and that's that's supposed to be enticing and then they're slurping the slurping noodles i don't know I, i'll have to admit for the slurping noodles i've gotten i kind of half eat my ramen that way now uh the you're slurper you're korean for, for, for the for the ramen i am kevin the, the slurper definitely. oh god yeah yeah get out um, slurper for the other other food <laughs> noises no i i'm very very against all of that as well that shit drives me crazy but the the ramen one is is one that that yeah i've i've become korean for that yeah well yeah, I've, read, I've read an article i read an article it was a few years ago um a friend of mine from high school sent it to me because it was like, well, it was this running kind of joke about him because he hated the sound of people chewing food just in general. It was a thing that he had like an aversion to it. Like it would, it would kind of freak him out. Um, It was like really upsetting. Like Uh, a phobia or something, right? 
Yeah, like this. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. So anyway, the article that he had sent um, was like his aha moment. It turns out it's like a certain percentage of the population is, is predisposed to it. It's not just like a, a phobia that's like acquired. It's it's like, ah. yeah, it's like it's a thing that that some people are predisposed to is this um, uh, like I want to call it like a visceral reaction or something to yeah. this sound. Like a nauseous. Yeah. There's some people that hate it naturally and there's some people that are OK with it. Yeah, Weird. it's like yeah. uh, it's like cilantro. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I was just thinking. <laughs> it's like a, like twenty percent of the population. It's like tastes like uh, dish soap, you know, or something. Right. But but at, you know, eighty percent like it. Um, yeah, the rest of us funny. can't live without it. You know, belongs yeah. on the top. Yeah, one of the best things ever. I love, there's there's a there's a Mexican place in Itaewon now, and they've got a big like warning on them, and it's like we put cilantro in our food. If you don't like it, get the f out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that place. Um, I think I, I think this is a good place to start, actually, if we're going to talk about etiquette, because although there's there's so many different etiquettes, types of etiquette, different polite behaviors. I don't really know what the correct verb or noun for this is, whatever. Yeah. Um, there's so many different things and we, that we can easily talk about. Right. We can talk about things that you do on the bus, on the subway, in public, in the library, uh, wherever. I mean, in, there's swimming pool etiquette. Right. There's there's etiquette for everything. But I, I really think a, a great place to start is with eating and drinking, because uh, every culture just has has food and drinking etiquette. You know, I mean, we were raised as kids that you don't put your, your elbows on the table, right? Shit like that. But and, and I don't know if this is true, like in terms of numbers, I, I have no idea how to count, you know, specific etiquette behaviors that exist across countries. But to me, it feels that Korea has more. Like there's more individual actions that that you should or should not do in Korea than there are things that I learned as a kid to to do or to not do at the table. And and I think it goes right along with the language too. Like all the built-in, you know, uh, honorifics of how you address. Well, not not so much the language. I think it goes with the age, the Confucianism, which I think the the language is a reflection of that. Oh, okay. And, and I think sure. the etiquette is also okay. So, right, right, right. You, I mean, uh, I, we're on the same page there. But it's I don't a, think the it's, language is maybe a symptom of of the of a deeper uh, structure. Thing, yeah, I, I think the language is is yeah. a, a symptom in the same way that the the etiquette is a symptom of, but the, the root cause is is probably the Confucianism and the the way that they view yeah. elders and things like that. And so it does affect the food, the the the, the way people eat, and it also affects the way people yeah. speak and, and the language. And, right. Yeah. And the way people greet so each other. Many yeah. of, of these food examples of these things that, and I, I ask my students every semester. It's a really fun discussion of what should you and what should you not do when you're eating or drinking, like imagine that you're eating with your grandparents and imagine that you're drinking with your boss. And that's how I phrase it because when they're just eating among friends, yeah, there's etiquette, you know, don't use your phone, don't make noise. There's those basic things. But, but really when I ask them like, what, what should you do when you're with your grandparents? Immediately that just sets off a whole list. There's so many random small things that, mm -hmm. that they should or should not do. Right. And, and it's all age. It, it's well, 90 percent of them, at least, are, are age based things that you should or should not do with elders. I mean, can you think of anything that you like as far as eating like a Thanksgiving dinner that you wouldn't do in front of your grandparents that you would do in front of your parents or anything? I mean, I can't think of really anything I, like with age, friends. Age even like in I, don't, I don't think there's a lot that's age different with like parents to grandparents. But 
you know, coming friends, close to like, friends, friends, yeah. like with friends, if I'm out for dinner with friends and, uh, you know, like, especially here, if you're out for like barbecue or something, that's what I'm just picturing, you know, like, uh, right. eating, I might be wearing a hat. If I wear a hat, I don't take it off here. But if I'm in America, I always take off my hat at dinner. Maybe it's a Wisconsin thing, you know, maybe. It's yeah. A it's a Minnesota style. thing too. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's impolite. Hat at dinner. Yeah. 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 Don't wear your hat at dinner. It's like wearing a hat in church. You don't wear a hat in church. Just right. You don't do it. Right. So kind yeah, of school also we had teachers like take, tell, tell you to take off your hat. Oh yeah. That's yeah. right. In school, in school, uh, there were, I don't think in, I think in high school we couldn't wear hats. Yeah. In, once, it, once you get to university, like, then I think I've said this before in, in university, you're a real person. And so their student, the teachers don't really care too much. Oh, I did have some professors that, that cared in, in uni. Most didn't, but in high school, definitely. In in high school, yeah, you're still you're you're not a real person yet. Yeah, so so you, you take off your hat. So that would be different. Like at home for dinner time, if my parents weren't there, maybe they're out for the night, and it's me and my sisters. If I'm wearing a hat, I don't take it off. Mm. But you know, and I'm I'm one of the younger ones in the family, so you know, it's not directly age. But if it's we're sitting down as a family, mom and dad are there or some adult, then I would. Yeah. And I would feel the same now. Like if I was sitting down with my parents and I had a hat on, I don't really wear a hat much. But if I had one, I would be taking it off at dinner. I'm just yeah, trying to think, just, think my brother and I, I wonder if we even <laughs> use silverware in a plates yeah, in plates, you know, <laughs> Viking dinner. <laughs> yeah, it would, it's yeah. just, a, you know, yeah. But it's also not an age. It's not, it's not an age directional thing either. It's not like grandpa gets to wear a hat. Yeah, that's mm. true. Mm. He would, it would be rude for him. I mean, he would think it. He would consider it rude for him to wear a hat too, right? I mean, he's like just do yeah, as I do. Probably. It's universal. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it doesn't have the ageism. That's is that what you call it or Confucianism? That's right. That's, so that's one. Too. I guess an easy example of that to start off with with Korean eating and drinking is um, is who eats first. Right. Students always, always tell me that uh, that grandparents, that older people should eat first here in Korea. Right. And like you always let the older person start eating basically. like because here, you know, you're at uh, when you go to most Korean restaurants, the food is all it's communal food. Right. There's some of all just a big ass plate for, for everyone to eat. So the plate, everything gets set and you wait for the oldest person. They pick up their chopsticks. They pick up their spoon. Once they dig in, then it's OK for everyone else to dig in. Right. And so that's very Korean style. And and whenever students tell me that, I'm like, OK, well, in the States, we don't care about who eats first. But there is a similar culture thing as well. It just doesn't follow age. It's that if you go to a restaurant, if, if the three of us went to a restaurant, because American style food isn't a big communal food. It's, you know, I'm going to order my dish. Ryan, you're going to order yours. Jack, you're going to order whatever you want. We're each going to get our own individual things. And if my dish comes first, I'm going to wait. Yeah. Right. I'm going to wait until all three of us have our food at the table. And then once all three of us are together, ah, you've got your food, you've got your food. Cool. Now we've all got our food. Now you can go ahead and start, you know, yeah. or there's that common thing where you'll be out and like, you'll, I'll get my food first. And Jack, you'll be like, Oh, just go ahead and start. Don't worry about it. Right? Yeah. That's a very give common someone the permission, but yeah. So, so yeah. there is a, a rule on all of these are unwritten rules, but it's a, it's a rule of who should eat first or, or when you should start eating. But in Korea, it's based on, the oldest person eating first and in in the states at least it's based on more everyone eating at the same time in this specific example oh that's a good example i like that yeah yeah um yeah that's that's really that is interesting i, I guess i'm now that i'm thinking about it my own experience is um if we if i go to my mother-in-law's house 
she mm. uh, she kind of puts the the meat on my plate and tells me to start eating, you know? So it's I, like, I think there's a big difference between mother-in-laws and going out to dinner with yeah. your boss. Right. I, right. I okay. True. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, mother-in-law, like I've, I've often joked that Koreans are the Italians of Asia and you know, the mother-in-law is the one that's like, eat more. Eat, eat. Yeah. And so yeah. They just <laughs> right. throw food on your plate and like demand you start eating it. They don't want you to wait <laughs> at all. Right. Um, so, so there is that, but, but if you were to go out to dinner, like, or like the first time, if you met your, your in-laws the first time and you were out in a restaurant when you first met them, then definitely like by protocol, you, you probably should wait for your your soon-to-be future in-laws to eat first before you would eat that's true yeah in that, well, the, in thing, that the thing for me is I, I could count on one hand the number of times i've actually gone out to eat with the boss like it wasn't that many times right so i'm trying to think of like at the time what i did but i think i've always been just kind of uh i, I would always just kind of sit back and and observe you know mm. and just don't do anything you know what I mean? Like, don't do if you don't do anything, do you can't offend anyone. You know what I mean? And so yeah, I was just kind of paralyzed by like, rule. yeah. So I don't think I ever really like learned the proper rules. Like what you're describing right now is really interesting because I, 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 I don't know if I did that properly or not, but I'm, I'm okay. pretty sure that I just waited until other people were doing, were eating and then I'll, I'll start eating. But um, I, I wonder if a lot of people probably feel that same way, you know, they're just, uh, yeah. and, and I, I do think of course that, I mean, we're allowed any foreigner in any country is allowed to break these simple etiquette rules. I'm sure you guys have stories. I've got a great story. I've got great examples of, of breaking these rules, um, where I didn't know that I was breaking it and I totally slaughtered whatever this small rule was. And, and the people around me, like, you know, they're totally not angry. They're not even disappointed. They're just like, oh, right. Silly foreigner. They, they, they don't know the rules. And it's yeah, not you get the, you get the foreigner pass. Yeah. I've got a, so I've got for, a pretty for, bad one, actually. Um, this do, one do is. We uh, wanna, do we want to stare one of these one of these stories each? I've got a great one. It's just really uh, yeah, fun. I want to. I definitely want to hear yours. Uh, Go for it. Mine you, is you really fast. Uh, this this is a, a, a Thailand one, but I, I I'm, I'm going to jump over overseas here quickly to another country. But. Uh, in Thailand, it's very impolite. There, there's like the feet are are just pointing your feet, putting your feet up towards somebody mm -hmm. is like the most okay. disrespectful thing you can do. It's just, yeah, the, sure. it's like, the, you know, two middle fingers and, you know, whatever. And uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm a very tall guy. So I remember being on a bus, uh, we're going to some camp and I was sitting in the front uh, of the of the bus, the front seat. And, uh, you know, it has those bars. And uh, as a tall guy, uh -huh. you know, it's much more comfortable if I just put my feet up on on these bars. And it happened to be that my feet were pointing right at the bottom of my feet. The soles of my feet were pointing right mm, at the bus the driver. Part. Yeah. And and uh, a, another foreign teacher. So the guy, bus driver is steaming. He's just getting mad. And I didn't oh, I didn't recognize it at all. I didn't know this. But but somebody else, uh, another teacher that had been had lived in Thailand for a year saw this guy getting really angry and looked at my feet and he came over and he just kicked my legs the the foreigner the the a friend of mine you know he we were friendly but he knocked my feet off and i'm like what what the hell man what what you know he's like your feet are pointing right at the bus driver and and uh and then i felt terrible you know um i, I meant no I if, ill will but i wonder yeah. if that has some some relationship with uh buddhism because yeah um i've done a few meditation 
uh, classes in different countries, including here in Korea. And so when you're in the Dhamma hall, when you're sitting to meditate, you sit, um, you know, half Lotus or whatever. Uh, but if your legs get sore, there's nothing wrong with like moving your body, whatever, but they emphasize this in all the classes. Um, and even here where this isn't a thing, the bottom of your feet is not like a thing, you know, but you don't put your feet pointed towards the front, towards the teacher. So even if you're sitting like, like this, with your knees up and your toes pointed, you're not, your feet aren't, the bottom of your feet aren't showing, but your toes are pointed that way. That's considered disrespectful. And then absolutely, you do not put your legs out, which would be like, you know, people do have to stretch if you've been sitting for 10 hours yeah. and you show the bottom of your feet. That's like, that's, that's absolutely not okay. Ultimate, no. It's gotta be a Buddhist thing then because Thailand is, because yeah, I'm he wondering. Had, and this bus was just festooned with like uh, shrines on the, on the dashboard. So it was, he was yeah, obviously a practicing Buddha. So I was basically pointing my feet right at Buddha. Just, you know, oh, like, man. yeah, F this bus, <laughs> I hope we, we crash, you know? Uh, yeah, it was, you know, I was, I was a, a total newbie, you know, first m- couple months in, in a foreign country ever. And, uh, you know, it was a faux pas and you got to just kind of go like, all right, I, I'll never do that again. But, uh, you know, I'm not going to beat myself up over it forever, but it's, it, it is kind of a weird thing. And you learned, you so... learned really quick. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Oh, now you remember. Yeah. It's a one, you know, yeah. If somebody kicks your legs out from under you and tells you to stop it. In, I, here, here's, yeah. here's my etiquette story in Korea. Then this is a, a drinking story. Because as we've said, there's a lot of eating and drinking rules, right? And and I think there's especially a lot of drinking rules. You know, things like mm-hmm. turning your head when you're drinking and and only pouring with two hands and, and things like that. But um, I don't know if you guys have seen this because I, I know you guys don't go out and drink soju with a lot of Koreans very often. Um, uh, so maybe you have, maybe you haven't. But there's, there's a, a culture thing. There's a, a thing when you're out drinking where... Um, so usually, right, like the older people are above the, the younger people, right? So they are the ones that drinking first and, and you, you pour for them first and things like that. So there's, there's this one uh, drinking thing that happens. And I've seen it now a few times. And now I understand the whole, the whole idea where basically the, an, an older guy will come up to a younger person. Um, and it's usually always guys, I think. I've never, I mean, I mean, there must be older women that, that go out and like put the Jew down as well. And this could happen there, but it's, it's only happened with me at the Odyssey's um, where basically they'll, they'll come up to you with um, a, uh, a glass, an empty glass. So they're, oftentimes their empty glass and the bottle and the, and the bottle of soju, or sometimes a pitcher of beer, if that's what you're drinking, but we'll just use soju because it's, it's an easier example. And, and what they do is they, they hand you their empty glass. Because remember, you shouldn't pour soju for yourself, right? That's, that's rule number one. So for everyone listening, you never pour soju. You never pour beer for yourself. Is there you always a pour reason for other or these are just, this is just. This specific one, I don't know, uh, that at least the not pouring for yourself. The, the whole yeah, story that I'm getting to. But, I, but I, water, I water gets a pass. Like you can water pour water. This is for alcoholic beverages. Right. For, yeah, so for alcoholic beverages, pass. just to be clear, because it, it's a pretty standard rule that you really shouldn't miss. You don't pour for yourself. Yeah. But water, you don't, yeah, you don't pour well. alcohol for yourself. Um, and there's a fun, a lot of fun ways to get around that, though. Actually, well, you but, have to if you're uh, drinking alone. But uh, yeah, well, in, even if you're drinking with friends, it's okay to pour for yourself. But then there's ways to still, to still um, meet the social etiquette thing while like acknowledging it. So so it's not actually a rude thing there. Uh, but we, we can get, <laughs> sorry, I, I sorry. can tell you a couple. Of yeah, yeah. 
No, I, I, I love parentheticals. Those are fine. Um, so the, the, the culture thing is that normally um, the, uh, an older guy will come up to a younger guy, hand you his, the, the glass that he's often been drinking from for the course of the night, his empty soju or beer glass, whatever you're drinking, his, his empty alcohol glass. Um, and he, he hands you his glass and then he will pour soju for you, right? Because you're supposed to take the empty glass and then he pours it for you. So again, you're not pouring for yourself. Um, and then what you're supposed to do in this situation is, is you take it and you drink it and you give him back the glass and then you switch and he gives you the bottle. He, you have the glass, he, you pour him a drink and then he takes the, the, the shot as well. So you're basically each taking a shot from, from the same glass. And, uh, and that's a weird culture thing, right? We've got, I can't think of a single thing even, even remotely close to, to something like this in the States. And then you get your COVID test immediately right <laughs> after that. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, there's an interesting, I mean, a lot of things have changed in terms of COVID stuff. I mean, birthday cakes, blowing on a birthday cake now, <laughs> it's just a bad idea. But yeah. yeah. So now I understand this because now I've been in, like the first time this happened, I was still new to Korea. I'd only, my Korean was still quite shit. I, I really had no idea what was happening. So I'll, I'll tell you what I did in a second, but the reason for this and the, the culture thing, it's actually kind of cool. It's because the older person, again, they're generally like above you for, for lack of a better word. Um, so what they're doing by bringing their glass for you and pouring a glass for you first and then sharing a drink and then, then, and then having you pour for, for them is they're basically coming over and being like, look, we're cool. We're buds. Even though I'm higher than you in the hierarchy, we can, we can share drinks and we're, we're on the same level tonight. Right. Ah. right. Like let's, let's, let's have some drinks and, and we're, we're chill. Right. You don't, you don't have to like, but here this is me giving you a drink because I respect you as a person, even though you're, you're under me in, in the hierarchy ah. for here. And that's basically the reason for it. So now I understand it um, when they come over and, and they give me their glass. I'm like, Oh, cool. Okay. I got it. And, and sometimes it even gets more they'll, they'll pour you more and more like they'll fill up your glass like to the fucking brim and then like this is how much i love you um, like the more they <laughs> like you the more they that's just a whole drinking thing but I, i've had that happen to me a couple of times as well so so that's what you're supposed to do so if you're ever drinking with some odysseys and they come up to you and they give you your glass they give you their glass i'm sorry they give you their glass and then they pour for you just take the glass take the shot literally then take the shot drink it and then switch and it's, it's not that weird this is what you're supposed to do and that's and they're absolving you from this like formality essentially for the, more for or the less night. yeah they're like okay. we're on the same page right now we're on the same level let's have a drink and, yeah. and just have fun right uh, for for this specific instance and so it's, it's kind of a cool culture thing now that i understand it, it it really helps understand it helps me understand like part of korean culture in general it, it emphasizes it shows how important that that hierarchy, that age hierarchy is and how you can break it in some ways and how they can acknowledge it. And it's, it's, a, it's a really cool insight. I love these type of etiquette things because they're amazing insights into the country, into the culture, mm. rather. It's, it's a very cool insight. And this is one of my favorites. So the first time this happened to me, I was, uh, again, I'd only been in Korea for, I was less than a year, I think at this point. Yeah, I was still living. Yeah, I was definitely less than a year. So I was new and I was out drinking with, I, I went to this, like, it's not important. I, I was, it was me drinking with a bunch of Ajashis, a bunch of Korean Ajashis. Uh, it was only me and a bunch of Ajashis. They were all older than I am. And um, it was just soju, 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 soju all night. And I was attempting to speak broken Korean at the time. My Korean was terrible, um, but we were having a good time. You know, like alcohol does make communication easier sometimes. 
at a certain level. And, and finally, at one point in the night, uh, the dude, one of the dudes comes up to me and he hands me again, he hands me his soju glass. And I'm just confused. I'm like, what the f- why, are you, why are you handing me glass? And at, at this point, I'd been in Korea long enough that I knew that there were rules, right? I knew that rules existed, but I didn't know this one. So I'm like, oh shit, what? This, I, obviously he expects something from me. Like I, there's something that's supposed to happen here but I have no idea what it is. And I'm already at least a bottle or two of soju in. So I'm not going to be able to guess what the hell I'm supposed to be doing here. Um, you didn't bring so your rule book I, that, that night? I, <laughs> unfortunately, no, I didn't have my, my uh, drink Korea rule book. Uh, I should have, should have gotten 180 one. Pages. So, right. Um, so he hands me his glass and in, in my mind, I'm, I'm, you know, doing mental, I'm doing like physics and calculus. Like, okay, what am I supposed to do? Oh, shit. Um, he hands me his glass and I take it and I'm like, okay, I want to be polite. I'm, I'm in Korea. He's handing me his glass. I know there's a lot of rules. What do I do? What is, what's the rule here? I take his glass and in a split second, I make the decision. Okay. And I hand him my glass. I just reach down. I grab my glass from the table <laughs> and I just hand it to him. Um, and then he's just looks at it. And he's like, why did you just trade me glasses? <laughs> what the fuck is what was this foreigner doing? And then we just, we each poured into each other's glasses and then we just trick a drink from there. And then he, t- he walks back with my glass and I have his. I'm like, well, now we just changed. This is really strange. I don't <laughs> understand at all what's what's happening. Um, but again, so I, I totally fucked up this rule, like entirely. I, I broke the entire thing, but there was no way he was angry at me at all. Um, right. he, he just sat down again. And I think he kind of like laughed to himself. Like well, that was just as awkward as I thought <laughs> as he probably thought it was awkward as I thought it was. Um, but then we just continued for the night and it was no problem. The next day I asked my friend who I was at this party with, uh, when we all woke up, it was like a camping thing. I asked my friend, like, what the hell was I supposed to do there? And she explained to me, I was like, oh, okay. Now, now I know. And, and so I, I slaughtered that rule, but it didn't matter. And now it's a funny story and now I know it. And, and it gives me that cool insight into into the culture as well. And so I think breaking rules is one of the one of the best things that you can do as long as you're breaking it while you know a- attempting to not break it, like acknowledging that there is a rule here, and even if you don't know what it is, something exists, and, and trying to figure out what it is. Like I never, I didn't understand the. I I, w- I remember going to a a, fa- a dinner with my wife's family and the cousin, the younger cousin. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, poured his uncle a shot and then the uncle poured him a shot but then my cousin mm-hmm. then my wife's cousin turned and he drank mm-hmm. it from the side yeah. not so i was like well i mean obviously i know that like okay it's rude to just drink but i've been doing that for the, the whole duration <laughs> of the night you know i never turned right. uh once until i saw the, the cousin do that and uh, so I think I asked my wife and she's like, you don't, it doesn't matter. If, it doesn't apply to you. You're a foreigner, you know, mm. it's, it's okay. It, it doesn't really matter if we, you know, but, but you kind of want to fit in, right. You want to do it the right way. Um, I would say a little bit, I think the more Korean you speak, the more these things do matter. Oh, then I, I'm, I'm, a, I don't have to worry about it at all. I, I, like, Korean is terrible. I, I think, cause, cause I guess it's like the more Korean you speak, the more you're, assumed to understand the country and the culture and things like that and the more you're kind of in it and so like although i still probably wouldn't matter that much i've never been told off for not turning my head but then again the the few times i've gone out to like a proper way when i like when i went to dokdo uh and when i went to the second time i was working under this company um and there i was definitely drinking like with the boss 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 a couple of times and there i definitely turned my head i don't think they would have said anything had i not 
mm-hmm. at that point I was speaking Korean the entire night. And I think like, had I not, it might've been strange, even though they probably wouldn't have told me off. It was kind of assumed that I would do it, I guess. I don't know. It just felt natural at that point because I, I, I knew what to, what to do, but that is a weird one as well. Turning your head when drinking, like I know to do it. It still feels weird for me. That's, that's an odd one. Is there any, what, what if we shifted away from, uh, is there other, anything else you guys had wanted to talk about as far as drinking uh, etiquette goes? Is there, did we Just miss any anything? of the, any of the table etiquette? Like I didn't share any stories, but like my experience in the early days of being here and being exposed to a lot of this etiquette. Um, I don't think it's so much like getting the foreigner pass. Like, I, th- I've, I think the way I learned about the, these things, I don't think I ever like sat down to watch a YouTube video about it or something like I'm right. sure I did not. I'm right. sure it was explained to me after the fact. So, you know, it's behaviors that you'll see you don't engage in because you're from a different world. You don't know to do that. And then some of those things you softly start to adapt. So like, when I came here, seeing people bow, you know, nod their head a little bit. This was a bit odd. That wasn't, that's not normal where I come from. Mm-hmm. Now I do that. Did I choose to do that? No, I just do it. Um, I don't make an effort to use two-handed gestures, but it's just sort of a natural behavior. When a student hands me something, I might actually receive it with two hands, kind of. Like, I'm not trying. Have you it's ever just, done that back in America? I, I did that at a gas yeah. station in the U.S. I was like, I, I you know, t- t- held my, uh, it's a podcast, no one can see what I'm doing, but I was like holding my the wrist, you know, to, to make, to kind of do that double handed thing, giving the money. And I'm just like, oh, that was weird. I why, bow, why did I, I do bow that? I bow a lot. I bow a lot when I go back to the States now. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the one that's completely in, in, I'm not, ingrained I'm in my head all the time. Yeah. So, so what I was going to say is like some things, especially for listeners, if you're going to be blasting off to a new part of the world, and if it's the Eastern hemisphere, you might find yourself in a place like this. Some of those behaviors you're just going to pick up naturally. Yeah. You could probably try to um, try to acquire them, but I mean, it's important to be aware of the etiquette of the place you're in, but I think it's also important to remember no matter where you are in the world, people are humans. And if something is terribly important to them, they'll probably try to let you know in a very polite way. You know, it's, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just don't think it's uh, a life and death thing. And I do see, I do see some people over, over correcting. And <laughs> there is a great YouTube video. Uh, I've used it for uh, my, my students. I show this to them. I think I know it's, the one you're talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about because it's hilarious. <laughs> Is it almost it's, like pandering, uh, like to the level of like? Oh, it's it's so yeah. cringy. It's so yeah. cringy, oh, and the boy, students yeah. they start crying, laughing when they see it. <laughs> so it's this girl. I'm not going to name the YouTube channel because actually they make a lot of cool content. They're pretty okay. fun. What, this was this sincere early... or it's a joke uh, YouTube video? It was sincere. They were oh, trying. It's to... Okay, it's okay. funny. In a... I'll, I'll, do the, I'll do the whole setup. I don't have any stories to share myself with like etiquette and stuff. Like I said, I just kind of learned everything after the fact, yeah. but. Here's the setup. So in the video, it's uh, a guy and a girl that I think they're from Canada. I'm pretty sure. And she's making, she's, she's making the, he's filming. She's on camera and it's apparent. They're like, it looks like they've been in Korea for one month. 
teaching <laughs> at a hogwan or something in some yeah. rural village somewhere. And she's like, and she's like going to do educational, how to act when you're in Korea. And she's like, when you're in Korea, you want to be polite. So you need to know how to use your hands. You need to know how to take and accept something from someone like a book, like money. You need to know how to pour drinks. And so she gives a demonstration of like the two-handed gesture and it looks like she broke her wrist when she's like this, like <laughs> gripping it or like, uh, yeah, for the, for the um, pouring, you have to hold two hands to receive it. And they pour water, of course, which the students think is hilarious, you know, cause it's just water. And she's got two hands in the glass. <laughs> and yeah, it's just it's I've, I've downloaded that video just in case it ever gets taken down. You know exactly what I'm talking about. So I, I got to yeah. see this now. This sounds cr- um, this is cringe city. I, I, I love it. Actually, yeah, so money. Again, to go back to to culture things. Do you know? Do you guys know why they they use two hands or not not two hands like this, but two hands like holding their their, their I do their wrist. I do know this trivia. Do you want to say it or can I say it? Go for it. It. I mean, this is the story that I know. So like, yeah, I'm not I mean, story or anything. It's because of handbook, right? The long sleeve. Right. It's clothes. Like, because originally, because remember, yeah. you used to be pouring, like, the people who were pouring clothes, like, you'd be in some fancy restaurant and the waiter or the probably waitress would be, I don't think they'd use the word waitress either, the whatever. It's called server, server would, Kevin. You, you impolite no, bastard. In this case, no, it, it was kidding. definitely female because this is like a long time ago, right? No, no, Where I it was know, like I the, 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 like, you know, nobles, like, at the restaurant. At the, you know, <laughs> imagine the, like, old school. They're sitting all around the table. They've got their, their big tall hats on. And um, so the, the female servers are, are pouring and they've got these, so they're pouring for you. Someone is always pouring for you. You don't pour for yourself. And they've got these long open sleeves, right? And so they're basically holding the sleeve away. And I think that's where a lot of etiquette comes from. It, it comes from, you know, some like reasonable purpose. And now we don't know, we don't do it because we have big sleeves anymore. But it's just, I, I've never it's heard that. I never like I've, seen, that. I've seen this gesture too, where when someone's doing this and it's overly dramatic, like if they're just being ah. like overly polite. I feel like the gesture actually has, I mean, again, this is for people who are watching on YouTube, huh. but yeah, you, you know what I'm talking about, Kevin, right? Like if the hand doesn't just go here, it actually kind of pulls like you're pulling his sleeve. It's like, I swear, I, I don't know this. The other one that I'm suspicious of too, regarding hanbok, the Korean clothing, is uh, when people shake hands, it's really common or like not shaking hands, but doing stuff with their hand. If you're reaching yeah, like something. Yeah, like holding your chest, you mean? like Holding uh, their chest. Yeah. I, mm. I've heard that it's holding your clothes, like the gap in your clothes like it'd be like a robe basically yeah, you're holding right. it closed as you reach not when you're shaking hands because that wouldn't be a thing right it would be like when you go to pour a pour something one-handed you put your left That's hand actually something yeah you, you can actually kind of like you don't have to do two hands to pour you can do one hand on your chest and kind of it yeah. equals the same thing Right. So I, th- I feel like that's maybe that's from the same, uh, I don't know, not the etymology, but the, yeah, like the, the history, history of it. Of it. I, there's some, I, I had a weird experience. Like oh. I, I studied jujitsu for a little while at a, a gym near my house. <laughs> and one of the rules was you never uh, when your belt comes off, you never put your belt back on while looking at while facing the, the teacher, the, the sunsang nim or uh, you always turn away. You tie your belt hmm. and then you come back to the to face the the circle or whatever the center. So, you know, at one time I was so just <laughs> I'd been I don't know choked for the umpteenth time. Uh, you know, <laughs> choked out for the umpteenth time. Oxygen deprived. And uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I just was so exhausted. I started tying my belt, and one of the guys, you know, kind of like grabbed my arm. He's like, 
turns dude, you. You know, yeah, turn around. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so you, you can yeah. you can moon the teacher. You can moon the teacher, but you can't show your dingling. I know, right? Yeah, it'd be more disrespectful to show your ass, but uh, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting how these things start. I mean, I guess uh, that makes as much sense as anything is that that the hambok was in the way, and so you move it out of the way so that it doesn't <laughs> dunk into your glass yeah. of makali or whatever. So that's that's for yeah. for the pouring one and so there, a lot of it like th these small things that make sense and then like there so there's a lot of age things or it goes back to, to that um and again i mean we could just list things that you should or should not do at at the table right i think most of them aren't super important like in korea you know it's technically a, this is an interesting one it's bad to lift up your rice bowl i'm sure you've heard that before like your rice bowl should stay on the table but this is something that i ask students i, I always ask them like is that do your family really care about that one um, and I get it like 50, 50, like some families do care and mm. some families don't about, about lifting, lifting the it's bowl. It's probably like about but, the equivalent of the hat thing in America. You know, it's like maybe 50 -50. This, this specific one, yeah. I don't think really matters too much. It's a, it's a rule that everyone knows, but it, in some families care, some families don't. The one that I do think I, I, that is important to mention, because again, this is one that I've made this mistake a bunch of times. Can I, st can, I can I guess what you're going to say? Can I guess? <laughs> Go it? for it. Is oh, it, don't stick tonight. your don't stick your your chopsticks in the bowl because it looks yep. like the the uh, incense that you burn for the ancestral. It's not because of the incense. It's, it's not because not? of the incense. Oh. Although it's it's you're connected that it's it, it is the ancestral thing, but it's not the incense specifically. So yeah, for people listening, you shouldn't if you've got your chopsticks in your hand and you want to put them down. I made this mistake a bunch of times because for me, it's like, I just want to put my chopsticks down and, you know, take a drink of whatever I'm doing. I still so do, it, easy way to do sure. it. Just yeah. just stick them into your chop, into your rice. Cause you know, it's like the sticky rice and just, boom, just stick them in there. They're going to stand and then you can drink or do whatever you want with your hand. And then they're, they're right there for you to easily pick up and start using again. And this is a very rude thing to do. And it, it does have to do with the ancestral rights, Jack. So you're on the right track, but it's not because of the, the incense, but the way that, um, uh, during the Jesa, during the, the ancestral ceremony that, that families do at Chusok and Sorna here. Um, so I guess your family doesn't do it too much, but we've got, we live in the family that we're in the household where it happens. Um, so they set up a huge table of all this, the food and all of that food, like we bow in front of it and that food goes, it's for the, the ancestors basically. Like you sit, or you sit around and wait for a couple of minutes and it's like, okay, they're here, they're eating right now. And and while you're you're bowing and stuff like that, the the idea is that they're they're hanging out at that point and, and eating the food. And while they're eating, while you're bowing, you you stick the spoon or the, the chopsticks into the rice for them to use. Oh, basically. Okay. So so it is connected to the ancestral I... rites, but it's not the incense part specifically. It's because okay. this is how you give it to them. So that means that if you have a, a, your spoon just stuck in your rice that is for the ancestors. This rice is now, it, it's earmarked for them. This is the, the food that they are supposed to come and, and eat, yeah. basically. I, I had, so that's why uh, you shouldn't do that. I had actually learned it the wrong way. I, I, I learned that it was, it looks like the incense yeah. in a bowl and as that you don't want to imitate that. But yeah. I, yours sounds uh, uh, much more... I mean, I, I see I, it I every year when, when we stick it in, it, in, in the rice and then we, we bow to the table. I see that specific thing. Yeah, yeah. So that's fascinating. So that's where, okay. yeah, yeah, that's where that one comes from. And I think that's an important one to share because most of these, like eating first or, or lifting up your bowl, it's just common not sense, turning almost. your head. Yeah. yeah, most of these don't really matter. And if you break these rules, no one's gonna really care. Sticking your your chopsticks or your spoon just into your rice, 
people again they won't really get offended and they'll generally just tell you and they'll be polite like or they'll just i've just had people just reach out and just grab my chopsticks from me and just set it on the table just like no that that doesn't belong there kevin like we're not mate we're not mad at you we understand you just made a mistake but but no you, you don't do that you know it's, it's like the way you chide a child like they do something and you just you just fix them you, you don't you don't you don't yell at them you're just like no nope, no kid that's that's not how it works yeah that's so this is one back to my point like if you end up offending somebody and right. i mean come on you're obviously not from korea if you right. are in the way we look and acting the way we act i mean they, nobody's confused nobody's like hey that guy looks like he's from korea he must be from daegu what is he? he's an idiot how does he know this they don't know we're outsiders we don't know so you get a pass and you get some help right but i do think this yeah. is one that people should know to to attempt to avoid this specific one because this one can be at least slightly yeah. offensive um again if you make the mistake no one's gonna care it's very convenient it's very convenient not just like well it's not even if it's rice but even like back home if you're if you're eating and you want to uh you get a nice restaurant and you're in the middle of your steak you can leave your fork on the on the plate as you take a drink from of the wine right i mean it's just that's normal Hmm. you don't take your you know set your fork to the side so in korea it's like you don't it's where you can park your chopsticks like often you don't have another dish you're eating out of it's just you have that bowl so even if you just want to wedge your chopsticks in there because that'd just be a normal reaction (laughs) that's what you do if you're eating your mac and cheese you just leave the fork there you can drink the milk but yeah so i think it's something a lot of dairy quick sidebar how wisconsin man wisconsin (laughs) how how do you guys feel about the metal metal chopsticks in in korea i mean it's better for the environment you, do you like them? Are you have you are you? I really love it. Now? Yeah, okay. I use them. I use them when I'm cooking now too. I just I like the feeling. Yeah, like the weights. I mean, it does make you a very skilled chopstick user. I mean, it's like it's it's definitely like you're you're at the high level. You're in the you know it's the pro. Uh, yeah, I had a friend, a Japanese friend of mine, many years ago. Um, she came here to Korea, and so I was touring her around, and we went to some Korean restaurants, and we were eating, of course, and she has no problem with the chopsticks. But I remember her commenting on how heavy the chopsticks were. Mm. um because yeah, japanese like ones that. are the light wood ones the light wood, i yeah. prefer wood personally i i like the natural feel of the wood, wood. Sticks I, to your I, lips makes me crazy really i don't have that part. um only dry chopsticks I, I, I do understand like the, the metal ones are fine i i prefer personally i prefer the the wooden ones i just i like the feel of them in my hands yeah, i feel fumbly, i feel fumbly with the wooden ones because they're too big on the end uh, like you okay. talking about the like the, the disposable That's, ones you crack open? Those no, ones are like, so wide. No, like a proper like a like a wooden set of chopsticks uh, that you can buy. Like like a, yeah, like proper wooden ones that you own for your own wooden ones at home. Not yeah, not the, the like disposable wooden ones. So we're talking about like two those. different things. We're talking about like the wooden ones that are like disposable. They they soak up so much liquid. You can actually kind of taste no, those the ones wood. Suck. You're talking yeah. about like the ones that are like lacquered and smooth, yeah, and like you get like proper. A chopsticks yeah, that yeah. you would yeah no those are the ones of course i have a bunch of those at home like i've got you know wooden ones we've got the metal ones Don't yeah i like to break but just break the wood and uh, yeah that, I, that's your style yeah because <laughs> I, then i could pick up the last noodle but with the metal chopstick that last noodle is not going in my mouth yeah. it's just gonna slide around the bottom of that bowl uh for infinity until i, I you know chase until i just pick up the bowl and f it you know and just uh, drink yeah, it just down go for it yeah um what what do you think would you guys uh uh would would you guys be cool if we shifted over to just like language i you you, you guys check out that article language etiquette uh, yeah like like uh well i i think we talked about this a little bit 
but I guess uh, hmm. we don't have to get into it, you know, deep because no. I think this is a whole other, you know, very um, complex uh, aspect of the culture. But what, what do you what do you guys think about like as far as like you know uh, y- like using the language? Like I only learned Jondemal, so I've I've hmm. had these like weird experiences where I'm like like if I'm talking to kids, I'll I use Jondemal to like a kid, and then the kids <laughs> confused because it's like why is this person showing so much deference to my, you know, elementary? Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, and it's just, and they I know that I've it. screwed it up and I know it's embarrassing. And then I'm just like, and then I get flummoxed and, you know, so I just, with the language, I feel like I've made so many just boneheaded moves that it almost, I almost kind of don't want to speak Korean to, to people. I just, I, I, I think that now is interesting with kids. It's actually not necessarily wrong to use it at all. Like it's not forbidden to use with, with young people. Um, oftentimes, like if we're walking down the street or something and like there's a young kid walking past us and, and like comments on our, on our dog, like, oh, cute dog. Um, then my wife might reply to the kid using Jondemo, like, right? Like sometimes, because it's just like a stranger on the street and it's, it's kind of like almost teaching them the etiquette. As oh, well. we forgot to, to define. Jonde like, Mall is the the highest, uh, almost the highest level of etiquette, right? Honorific yeah. in well, Korean language. I don't know about high because there's. I actually saw something <laughs> years ago. There's something like 15 different levels of. Oh, <laughs> I thought there were six. six. I don't know. Yeah, like, there's a you lot. Have the two, you have the two permutations. You have like this is my perspective of it. And Kevin, for anybody listening, Kevin is like the at least in this room, he is the absolute expert for language. But in this room, the way that I always understood the actual have, expert. Well, yeah, I just yeah, meant yeah. like, you, you have for real though. I mean, even for yeah. listeners that are, are curious, we've talked about this in another episode, you can go find it about language, but Kevin, you're, you're easily like in the top 10% of, of our demographic of people who have spent a similar amount of time. Yeah. Like your language would, those are pretty good. They're okay. Yeah. Decent yeah. Enough. Take yeah. a compliment. Shut up. So, I, and my, I mean, <laughs> and, and I, I do live in Korean as well. Like not in yeah. Korean, in Korean. Yeah, he's in a Korean household. You're immersed speaking. in a in a. He speaks uh, Korean to the dog, so like we do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, what I my my perspective of it, and again, this is maybe more novice than yours, is that there's like two different uh, qualities to to the uh, levels of speech. So when I first came here, I first started studying the language. I saw mm-hmm. everything as being just like, is it polite or casual? So just mm. like just Obama, like is that that was the two. So either you're being and casual. For people listening, a, a, a really quick way to define this is for polite, you add the, the syllable yo to the end of the sentence, and that's it. Yeah. And for for yeah, for that's friends, the first thing you, you learn. Take, yeah. 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 Just to be <laughs> safe, just just put yo at the end of everything. What's up, yo? Um, just put the yo there. Yeah, it's and, it's and the here. easiest thing. Yeah. Just just bolt yeah. it on the end. That was one of the first things that it, that was the first way it was described to me. But my impression is that you have both the uh, polite meter on mm-hmm. one side and the other side you have a formality meter uh, okay. so you can be formal okay. and polite but not necessarily both are neat like you can you can, uh, you can okay. mix those it's like two yeah, different yeah, faders yeah. on on the mix does that, does yeah, that make I sense can, I don't know that makes a lot of sense actually yeah uh, i can see that so you, you're yeah, because because the because the situations are are so nuanced all the time. I mean, I think that's why I feel so lost all the time is because it's just second it's second nature for Koreans to know exactly yeah. how to fade that those two, you know, those two yeah. uh, uh, I don't know what you, switches. You know, like I need this much politeness and this much formality 
for this perfect situation. <laughs> and for us, it's like, oh my God, you know, I got to go back to my textbook and, uh, you know, like where, where, how old is this person I'm talking to? What's my relationship to them? What's the context of the situation? Like, I mean, in your, in your brain, in your brain, yeah. with the amount of experience you have, and again, so listeners, Kevin's living in a house with people that are uh, various ages. So he's interacting with people on both, I would say, like a casual level. On a, on yeah, a yeah, I've got level. younger, younger in your mind, there's younger cousins and, and older aunts and uncles and, and in-laws above me. Yeah, um, or, so in your, yeah. in your mind, like, how much are you varying your speech? Do you see, like, yourself speaking in two different ways, three different ways? It's, you, I've never thought about specific ways, but it, that's actually... Um, learning the whole John Mal and there's Nopi Mal, which is like a different version of it. Um, but living and interacting with the in-laws on a day-to-day basis, that like just triple leveled up my Korean ability in terms of in terms of dealing with levels. Like Jack, you're saying that you first learned to speak John Mal because that's how you practice. And that's the way most of us learn. My I was really comfortable in Bon Mal at first because I only spoke Korean with my girlfriend, fiance, now wife. And of course we use the 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 bon mal, the, the comfortable settings. Mm-hmm. Once I moved in with the family, now I have to like use all of these different levels and it's weird. Um, so I, I know exactly what you're saying. Like just to give listeners to, to com- if you've never had these language things, there's, there, it, it's confusing as hell. We'll just try and keep it really short. So there's, um, there's friend level Korean and there are different, there's even lower levels that you would use for dogs and stuff like this um, of, of different endings basically. But there's, there's friend Korean where you basically end with no yo at the end of your sentence. Then there's general polite Korean to that you would end with um, uh, with just people that you just meet on the street, right? Like the person that you're buying like soda from at the store, you end your sentence with, yo, how much is it? Yo. Um, then, and I rarely use the Amida form. Like I almost, I never use that here at home. That's like news or formal. I use it, I use it to make jokes. I use it to make yeah. jokes if I want to tease my oh. girlfriend or something. Yeah, uh, but I mean, that, and that makes sense. That's that's a context thing. But I almost never use that. Actually, I probably not almost. Probably never use that in in terms of. That's probably the form that I'm the least. Good I try at. to use that when I'm talking to really old people. Like, uh, yeah, no, that, I was like old people. I'll use yo, but if they look really old, I'm like, ah, I better use. I better throw an imnida in here uh, because <laughs> yeah. I don't want to, you know, make a mistake. But I guess I'm totally off off base there it's, i don't i don't think that's matter, necessarily right? wrong but if they're really old they might even still be like because there's actually even different there's another form of speech i learned this when i was in one of my, my yonsei classes a few bunch of years ago and i never got good at it there's a form of speech that you probably you if you guys have never studied it i still have never even heard it or rarely heard it it's not really used today but old people still use this form and it's kind of fading out and it's the form that yeah kind of it's the o form not the yo form but it ends with the o form is it shipshio? Um, and shipshio, it's that and there's other versions of it but yes that basically oh, okay so that form is pretty much fading away like it's it's the very polite shipshio that specific context that's the like please do this for me or please do this but there's other old endings as well yeah so i had a, i had a friend here who was a foreigner and he had lived here for a long time and he used this on occasion yeah and I, I, I didn't know. And honestly, I don't know. My Korean skill is not good, but I had been kind of schooled on this a little bit. Like, yeah, it's a thing. You're going to read it. Like I found it in a book somewhere. 
Yeah, and someone like not kind of, yeah, just don't touch this. It's just if you hear it around you, just mm. it's not for you. It's not for you. That's what I was just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You break it, you buy it, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's like don't touch this one. You're, you're, yeah. not, you're not gonna be able to you're not gonna be able to deal with it. It's too powerful for you. It's too um, powerful. Yeah. <laughs> so my, my friend was using it. I tried to try to explain it to him and he, he wouldn't hear it. He was like, No, this is very, very polite. Um, but I, I never got I never got to the, the root of it, like what it really is. So it's for it's for requests, right? Well, no, it, I think the, the ship she O is that specific yeah, one, that's is, want. but that's not the entire form. That's the, the form is like, it's just ends with different O uh, so symbols. Just, okay. So the ship she O, that's, that's one ending in the whole form. That's the same thing as like ship O, like I want. No, ship she O is, is more like do this, like ha ship she O, please do this for me. Not I want this, oh. not, not yeah. ha go ship boy O, it's a, oh, it's it's a different not. It's completely oh, okay. different from that one. Okay. Um, so cool. so anyway, yeah, don't don't use this one. It's I rarely use it. The only time I've used it is when my wife and I are watching some like period drama and I start here because that's again, this is where you get it from, is like from that. And so I'm watching with English subtitles because period dramas are like way above my head. Um and so I but we, I'm hearing it at the same time. And would then this I start be the equivalent of like funny. Victorian English or something like that? I mean, like some you know maybe more recent than Victorian, but yeah, you can go ahead and okay. click that 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 it it might be more like eighteen hundreds, but yeah. something like that. Okay. But the, then again, you don't need this. The, the really confusing thing for, for Korean or for foreigners is, so there's the endings and that's relatively easy, right? It's, if it's a friend, you don't use yo. If it's a, a random person on the street, you use yo at the end. And if you're watching the news, it's, it's imnida. Um, but to, to the real mindfuckery is the, there's different word forms depending on whom you're speaking about, not who you're speaking to. And I'm sure you guys have run into this before, right? So, so the, the best example, the easiest example is to say to eat something. The form, the, the verb is mokta. Now we're turning this into a language lesson, but that's okay. Right, so mokta is, is to, to eat. But there's also dishida, which is, which is to eat. It's the exact same word. It's the same meaning. There's also japsushida. There's, there's at, least, at least another one. Um, there's, there's two or three eat verbs. Uh, food is important in, in the culture. Uh, and so you use these forms when you're talking to older people. So where it gets really confusing is when I'm talking to my wife um, or even if I'm talking to like one of my friends about his mom, right? Like, oh, did your mom have dinner today? I would use the polite form of the verb. So dishida, I would use that form of the verb with the no yo ending, the ban mal ending because I'm talking to my friend. So because I'm talking about a person above me, parents, I use the polite form of the verb but then I'm talking to my friend who's on my level. So I use the impolite or the, the, the not impolite, the casual ending yeah. of it. And, and this is why I will never speak sounds, Korean. Yeah. yeah. If you think this sounds like, like, oh, it's just, it's too much. I'll just start, like, I'm just going to get a book and memorize a bunch of words and just, you know, like, I'll just butcher my way through. The, what, what Kevin's describing here sounds really nuanced, but even in a basic Korean class, the classes that I've taken, it's kind of foundational. Like it's some of the first, mm, yeah. some of the first verbs you're going to learn. You're going to learn like, and you need it because otherwise you can't hear what's going on around you. So yeah. you're yeah. going to need to know that those differences, like there's a different way to say eat, like just like he's describing. I remember somebody saying to me, duseo, and I was just like, wow, I don't know what that is. Like, I don't mm, know what the du word duseo is. Does it mean I can the start eating? Version. It's the yeah. polite version. Of, and so that's, again, you can use to say you can use that verb with the polite ending because they're using it because you're above so they're, they're giving you respect by using that word and they're also paying you respect because you're you're a, a customer or whatever 
and they're adding the yo at the end. And so you can combine them both. I was just giving the example of a friend. Yeah, and no, so yeah, no. Duseo, I, I just only knew mokta eat this, is eat. Enjoy. And so when someone said, you know, duseo, eat, I, I was, mm. I didn't, I didn't know the second word for the, the that had two words for the same well, that's, meaning. That's what that is. And yeah. So, well, yeah. I, Jack, you know this phrase, machiki duseo, right? Uh, yeah, uh, delicious or whatever. Enjoy or, your meal. Enjoy, yeah. It's enjoy yeah, your, yeah. Well, what that is, it's machike in, in, deliciously that it doesn't translate properly if you if you but yeah <laughs> enjoy your meal and they're saying yeah. enjoy the meal they're using that form so that's what like that one phrase that everyone learns enjoy your meal that means that's using that polite form of mokta so you know this verb okay. you've heard it before yeah it's there i i i'm yeah it's yeah, just, so, uh, it, it, it is, like you said, just a, a mind bender, though, sometimes. like uh, Yeah, but I mean, if we're going yeah. back to etiquette and trying to, to trying to bring it back from, from language discussion. Sorry, language, I'm, yeah. No, you, I mean, you can't discuss etiquette without discussing language here. It's the way, like, because it all, so much of etiquette and so much of language and so much of culture in Korea is, is age-based. And language shows that, and the culture, the etiquette, the eating things, the, the the way you act towards people on the street, a lot of it is is age based. You know, people are older than you, and I think Koreans, because of that, they see age more commonly than, and, and not more commonly, but they, they see it more clearly than than you or I might. Did, did you yeah, guys read? Happen? I was surprised at how specific that can be too. Like, um, my girlfriend is an identical twin, and there's actually she the older uh, or the younger one. She, she's the uh, older one. So yeah, okay. so it, it's, it's funny how there's even that has some consequence because the age is technically one person is technically like a second, you know, a few minutes or seconds, a few seconds older right. than the other. Yeah. So there's consequence. I, I don't know why that. I mean, of course, because technically you're older. But for me, it's like, <laughs> come on, come on, you're so yeah, close. You're I mean, <laughs> it's such a technicality. It's just like. You can't. I didn't. I didn't take my rice yet. I'm. You know. Don't even dare yeah. take a bite of that. You know. I'm not. You, you could really mess with your 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 twin. And uh, if you're the older one, if you're the younger yeah. one, it might be absolutely maddening. I wonder to, how uh, much they 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 play with each other with that kind of thing. But yeah, I mean, well, naming naming is a fantastic example, and this is from that article, right? Jack, where they're talking. Yeah, about I want. I was going to talk the about the were. Squid Game because that's right. uh, it's absolutely on it. fire. Did you watch it? No, no, I just downloaded it. Is it done? There's nine episodes? Yeah, something just, like that. I just torrented uh, it. I just torrented it, so I'll, I'll, I'll try and watch it. Um, I don't have Netflix, but it, it, it's on Pirate Bay as well. Sailing uh, <laughs> the high seas of, of the internet. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I do not that's, condone it was an this, interesting so, article. Yeah. I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, 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 yeah, whatever. That's a whole different discussion of, of streaming services. There's just too well, many well, of these days. The, the, uh, uh, the, the crux of the, of the article, this was uh, written by, uh, this is David Tizard. He, he's also on some of the Facebook groups that I'm, uh, that I'm a member of. Yeah. And so he comments every once in a while. Uh, real knowledgeable guy when it comes to yeah. like language and culture and stuff. And he writes for Korea. the Korean, Herald or pretty... Korean Times. Korea Times, right? I think. I, I think it's the Times. Shit. Uh, I, if, I I'm, if I'm wrong, uh, David, I apologize profusely. Uh, I'm, I'm so sorry. I think it's Korea Times. I think you're right. I'm, um, I'm, I'm, yeah, but 90% sure. They were talking about how the, he was talk, writing about how the subtitles for these shows are getting much better. You know, like mm. the, the translations, whereas yeah, it yeah, used yeah. to be, you know, because you used to watch, for example, in the, in the Squid Game, in, in, the, in the show, there's a, a moment where a character um refers to a boss an older boss by 
uh, just a name, which would right, mean anything in, in, in our culture, right? Is because yeah. that's what we would call that's like you, Kevin, you call me Jack, I call you Kevin, you don't call me, you know, old, old, older Jack or Mr. Jack <laughs> or whatever. I mean, it's just, you know, we're all friends because we share similar interests. We work together. We're friends. You know, it doesn't matter that I'm. But if we were speaking Korean in the same situation, I would not call you Jack. Right. It would be rude, right? I mean, that would be. Um... Yeah, I don't. I, I think in the course of it with friends, it, I don't know how rude it would be, but it would be awkward for sure. Okay. It might be rude depending on the situation with, with friend friends. It might just be awkward. I'm, I'm not sure. I, it's just automatic, but yeah, it's, it, that's something that for me, honestly, is still really tough. Um, and, and actually, if you want to talk about, like, go back to language just a little bit more, I, I don't know how much you guys know. There's so many goddamned words for different family relationships in Korea, yeah. in Korean. It's, I gave up. it's, <laughs> I got about halfway through it. It's like, that's enough. <laughs> even Korean people get confused yeah. from it because like, so like in, in English, right. You've got, you know, your, your parents have brothers and sisters and every brother and sister and, and whoever they're married to their aunts and uncles. And it's just aunt name or uncle name. Right. And that's it. It's, it's aunts and uncles in Korean, each aunt and each uncle has a different title depending on if they're on their mom's side, depending on if they're on a dad's side, depending on if they are the first, second, third, fourth of them, or depending then again, if they're the married into uncle or if they're the actual family uncle right. or aunt. And, and so that's confusing as hell. And then like, it's, I, I know I, I'm starting to get them still, but there's just so many damn, damn names. And it's, it's really, I, really I confusing. love teaching this to my students. Cause I'm just like, Hey, guess what, everybody? Uh, what do you call Done. your what do you call your uh, you know your dad's mother and they're like uh, uh, grandmother I'm like yeah that's good what do you call your mom's mother and then they're you know like well it can't be grandmother because I already said that one you know I'm like <laughs> nope it's grandmother what do you call her husband that's your grandfather you know it's just like it's we have one word for these um, yeah. because we you know I, I don't know I mean, I don't think it's because we don't care about our family as much. It's just, I think, no, I think there, but you I use think names. Some, yeah, we use, we use names. names. So, yeah. So like if um, instead of it being like your relationship to like when you're, you're speaking Korean, you're talking about use their, your relationship to that person. And if you right. have no relationship, then it's going to be their status. Like it's basically any information you have about them is how you can <laughs> refer to them. Like. So if it's, if you're seeing somebody and they're like, a, you know, it's a, obviously this is your teacher or it is a teacher, you're in a school building and the guy's got a tie on, you're just going to refer to him as a teacher. And I think like in general, mm. Kevin, right, just use teacher just to be respectful in general. Yeah, like, actually it, a little bit, if you want to go for an off topic, I've started studying Hanja just a little bit, just because it's interesting. Um, do you know Sunseng Neem, right? Neem is just like, that's just the honorific yeah. adding yeah. thing that you, you can add to anything. Sunseng literally means like, born before me oh, oh really that's that's what the hanja means from it and so yeah you just refer to someone that you don't know that's older than you as something mean because they're older than you they were born before me this is just a general title for person who's older than me that's the hanja that's what it comes from sun means yeah. before saying means birth so it's before birth. and then that and same word is used for teacher as well so that's kind of yeah. an interesting way to, to maybe maybe consider how uh in korea teachers are um viewed I feel mm. coming from Chicago, I feel that, um, and this is maybe it's not even based on language anymore. Maybe this is just modern world, what it is, but I feel that teachers get a lot more respect here in general. Um, yeah. Than if you're working in like a public high school in America. 
but yeah. that's probably not yeah. really offering much. I mean, that's, um, I feel like teachers in America have been kind of devalued in, in a lot of ways. I mean, that's a whole thing. Yeah, true. Well. Yeah, like, I mean, it, I think you could, by comparison, you... I think in Korea, it's it's definitely like teachers, I feel they're held in, in higher esteem. Well, every every yeah, five years, there, there's an election in Korea. And, you know, one of the top one or two issues is education. Where where, mm. where would that be in American politics? You know, <laughs> Unfortunately, nine not right or now. ten. I mean, it, it's it's up there, but it's not definitely not in the top. Yeah. you know, four or five. I don't and, think. Anyway, yeah. But I'm sorry, um, I, I digress. Yeah. So where were we? Where were we on? Like names, naming. Um, yeah, we we're talking about family. We we're talking. We we're just doing getting into a little bit of language. But if you guys wanted to shift uh, to one more, you know, aspect of etiquette that we missed, we talked about food, kind of drinking culture. Uh, we covered language. I'm trying to think of what we, you know, did we miss anything? Um, you know, in in, oh, in like, so far I mean, there's, as like, there's like there's etiquette of like. We get, maybe we talked a little bit about these things that are more traditional and, and constant, you know, in the history of them, like uh, the Confucianism that relates. But we haven't talked at all about um, the things that are really modern, like uh, some of the differences I saw coming straight from Chicago to Busan. Uh, when I arrived, I was really surprised at, OK, everybody makes this joke, how clean the subways are. Ha ha. But I mean, it is remarkable, especially coming from Chicago and it's just what it is. But in addition to that, uh, you don't see people in Korea very often walking down the street eating. That's just mm. not really a thing. Um, and you would see it definitely much more in Chicago on public transit. You're not supposed to be eating on the trains and buses in Chicago, but I mean, I always would have my coffee and bagel before going to, to campus or to work or whatever. Um, and plenty of people eat on the subway in Chicago. In Busan, no one, I would see really, really nobody is mm. eating um, and talking loudly. Uh, people, yeah, people are talk, like making phone calls and stuff on buses, on trains here, but it's way more muted than if you're in New York or Chicago. It's that's so one, muted. Like, I used to get scolded a lot. I got scolded yes. often for for talking to my friend. You know, okay, yeah. for, like on this on the Korean subway, we would get someone would say, "Hey, tone it down." I mean, I don't know what yeah. they said. In, they, they they said Korean something in Korean, but I I got the gist of it. Uh, oh, sorry. yeah, well, yeah I've I've well. So now when I'm on the bus, if I have to make a phone call. You know, I'll, I'll just be talking like this. I'll yeah. Talk like this. yeah. And I it's just, that's, that's I, I don't decide one. that. I just do it. What's that? That's an interesting one because I think that, I, I think that's a really common one that I've heard like Korean people when they complain about foreigners, like one etiquette thing that like, yeah. foreigners often do is, yeah, that we're yes. loud. That's, that's one of the things. And, and that's just an interesting, like, I don't, when I'm on the subway, my wife tells me too, she's like, you're so loud. I'm like, am I? Like, I don't consider myself loud. I'm not, I don't think I'm speaking My wife loudly. tells me I'm loud too. I, right? My voice is the equivalent of slurping noodles, you know? Like, I'm the, I'm the slurping noodles <laughs> and we've pulled of, it back uh, to, to Koreans, you know? What slurping noodles <laughs> is to me, I, I don't know. I was on a bus last yeah. week, and there was a, it was a foreign couple, older couple, and they had two daughters. Um, look, they were twins as well. Uh, two girls, and they're sitting in the two front seats in the bus. One, one girl is on each lap of each parent. And the girls are just making up. Ob- they're kids. They're like four years old, and they're making observations and everything. And the girls like just shouting, "It's a rainbow! Oh wow, fire truck!" Just like you know. And the whole bus is just silent except for 
and there's there's tons of people on this bus and it's just these two kids like shouting their observations and it's it struck me as like whoa they're so loud and then i realized I'm like no they're just kids i mean if i was in chicago that's like that's normal yeah but you know they're, the other korean kids they're not talking like that yeah yeah there is that's an interesting thing yeah, even for kids i hadn't noticed it from that but he's a, I, I have seen kids of course you know i'll have like i've seen mom and and or dad and and son or daughter on a bus and they're still pointing those things out like what's that you know it's a dog what's that that's a rainbow but mm-hmm. yeah there's definitely a, a volume difference here and yeah i've been told multiple times that foreigners are loud i've been told multiple times constantly that i'm loud um like every like so common it's still i i get told it i just don't like, I guess I, I, I do kind of hear it now, but at the same time, when I'm speaking, I don't feel it. I don't feel I don't think you're, I'm I think you're, I think it's also the, the fact that you're speaking a foreign language, it's jarring. It's, it might be cloying to someone listening, you know, that doesn't understand it. And, and so maybe, but I, I do think there is just a decibel difference, like yeah. just straight up. As, I think as well. a decibel difference. I gotta agree okay. with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think there, yeah. like there is that feeling of like, when you hear someone, you know, foreigners are noisy. Well, it's, yeah, you can't, if you're listening to like, you know, 20 different languages that you don't know, it's going to seem a little caustic to your ears and it gets a little tiring, fatigued because you can't understand the words. But I have to agree with Kevin with this. I really think the, yeah, the decibel level is a different sort of thing. Okay. Uh, What about the sitting on the subway? You know, they have this like, uh, you know, giving up your seat for an uh, elderly person. Um, They've got uh, seats, you know, designated well, just for, you know, I, I feel like like people respect that more. I don't I don't feel like that would be respected in Chicago necessarily. Uh, uh, w- am I wrong about that? I, I, I've never, you know, I don't actually know subways in big cities in the States. I, 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 can't yeah, I don't I, I feel like it, I feel like. Uh, yeah, if you saw like, you know, uh, obviously pregnant woman getting onto the train or um, or it or an elderly person and you didn't get up from your seat. You know, when I, li- when I left Chicago, there was no smartphones. So no one's really mm-hmm. staring at their hands, you know? So it's true. You're just much more aware. I've definitely seen that here in the subway where it's a young kid. He's some, you know, it could be a high schooler and he or she is on their phone and a little old grandma comes on with a, a you know, a cane and they just don't notice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then somebody, you know, somebody will politely like probably, you know, nudge the kid like, yo, you know, or what I've also seen is like someone who doesn't have like the priority seat. Like I would do this. You just get up, like, you know, take my seat. Right? Yeah. I love another, being another the foreigner was... to give my seat to an old person, like, and then looking around at all the Koreans that didn't give it. I'm just like, yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm a good representative <laughs> of the outsider people. And you're uh, virtue, virtue signaling. I don't do it for myself. Um, I do it to make myself feel better. It's, it's not, it's not actually for you. Uh, it's, it's interesting when, when you give your seat up to somebody and then they offer to hold your bag for you. Oh yeah. That's a, that's, that's kind of a one. cool thing here that, uh, that is I've, a, I've noticed, a cool... which, oh, yeah. which like as, a, as a kind of like a, a paranoid American, I was like, uh, uh, I don't want to give my bag to somebody else, you know, even though I know yeah, I'm good, I'm good. Gonna, you know, take it, but uh, that's another yeah the first couple one. times I saw that I had no idea why they were reaching for my bag to take it I'm like oh no just mine I just gave yeah. you my seat but yeah no that's an interesting one right like holding it for you like because you're standing now so they can put it on their lap yeah that's a cool that happened to me I had an ukulele and the old guy like he like reached for my ukulele it was in a case and everything and I'm like 
is this like a crazy person? Is he gonna like try to like you know pop a jam here? <laughs> is it what's gonna like oh crap? You know, I, I give it to him, I'm like just cringing, I'm just getting ready for it, you know. He just hugs it, looks away. I'm like, Yeah, okay. That, that, I hope I'm getting that <laughs> back. You're like, this is mine now. Yeah. Is <laughs> that you. yours now? Yeah. Thank you for back? your seat and your ukulele. Is that like that? That's I've seen thing on how much I spent on the ukulele. I'm like, all right, that was like hundred bucks, but I get another one, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny. That's a funny one. That's a good example. I'm glad that came yeah. up. Nice. You know what? You know what's yeah, that, annoying about this like topic is that like as soon as we're done with this podcast, we wrap it up. We're gonna think of like thirty just oh, premio, your primo examples of like uh, you know etiquette. But uh, well, I think I think this is a good uh, kind of primer topic. Like, I mean, we talked about we we did go into depth like a little bit on kind of all of these things. But this is something that that we can think about. One, like, what topics do we want to expand? And for everyone listening out there, like the things that we talked about tonight, what, what more do you want to know, right? We keep asking for emails. Well, here's something very specific. Like we, we touched on a bunch of random topics tonight. We didn't, there's a lot more eating and drinking etiquette that we could list off. Like mm-hmm. I, I could sit here for, for 15 minutes and make more. There's different etiquette for, for Subway that we didn't necessarily talk about. There's more language stuff that we could talk about, right? There's, there's a lot of different things that we just kind of touched on the surface for even within like so, the dating realm we didn't even talk about that or or you know splitting the bill going dutch or you know, uh jim we didn't oh, right. talk about sauna sauna yeah oh I mean, sauna yeah there's uh, sauna we might yeah. have to do we might have to do a part two of this, uh, this there might topic. have to be a part uh, let's see let's see really what idea, kind of but... feedback we get from our listeners out there and if you guys yeah. if they have some examples that you want to give like some horror stories or something i'm happy we're happy to read those because I think we have all, you know, messed up uh, from time to time. And so those would be really fun to read. That could be uh, fun too. You know? Yeah. yeah. So send, send an email. Uh, do you guys want to, should we, should we wrap here. it up here? Do you guys uh, yeah, feel good about this? I think that's, yeah. I, okay. I get, now <laughs> I've got, my mind is flooded with a whole bunch of other ideas now. Um, but uh, <laughs> already. Uh, everybody, uh, thank you for uh, joining us uh, tonight at the, uh, the Soul Patch podcast. Uh we uh, we are on all the uh, major platforms, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple uh, podcast. If you uh, could find it in your heart to give us a positive review on Apple, uh, on the uh, Apple podcast or iTunes, uh, that would really help us out. Uh, it gets gets us in the ears of more listeners. Um, you can visit our website at uh, the soulpatch.com. Very easy to get there. Um, and, uh, if you, like I said, we really want to get some feedback from you guys and we want to, you know, talk about your stories as well. So send us an email at the soul patch at gmail.com. That's, uh, the soul patch S E O U L. And you can also go to YouTube and we're starting to, I'm starting to see the YouTube, uh, there's a little more activity, some comments on YouTube. People we're getting interaction with, uh, some of Sweet. our listeners. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so you can also comment on the video and just go, you know, in the YouTube search bar and uh, type in the soul patch podcast and you'll go right to all of our videos. All uh, 19 of them are up there and uh, you know, enjoy and uh, ma- make a comment, leave a comment. We'll write back to you and, and uh, give us your ideas. We're happy to talk about those in uh, future episodes. So uh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, Kev, thanks a lot, guys. It was a great time again, as usual. And uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Right. I'd like to pay a couple respects to the people that made me what I am today.
It's all my love. The quiet man. It's all my love. The brain. It's all my love. It's all my love. Hey, Bobby. Let the bass go.